contemplate the workings of the inner being. Your eyes are wide open, but are you really seeing? Welcome to Mentor in the Mirror podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Cole Witte, and Taz in this recording today as well. In this particular episode, we are doing a live recording from a small gathering we had at our house. So you're going to join us in a real coaching session. Think talk show only with transformations that are happening in real time and leave a lasting impression, not only for the participant and for you and the audience that was there, but for us. This is our genius to teach and illuminate in a group setting where all benefit from self-reflection through someone else's experience. So Ta and I are all about supporting this new wave of human evolution, in particular for high-performance entrepreneurs who are nearing or are inches away from hitting an energetic or physiological brick wall. So if you have drive and determination that has brought a lot of incredible results in business or relationships, and now you're feeling the energy depleting, you're having weird symptoms, uh, you don't know what your body is trying to tell you, we invite you to join us in the mirror to start translating the unique language your body is speaking to you. If you love Rob Dial, Christina Wise, Hal Elrod, Mike Dillard, Aubrey Marcus, Tim Ferriss, learning about psychedelics, biohacking, really the next level transformational experiences, for us includes the integration with body or bio integration. So if you've been breaking through glass ceilings, going to retreats, pushing for progress and and doing this work for a while, and now the tools don't seem to be working like they used to, then it's time to dig deeper into the body's intelligence. You have a mission. You've got a pull, whether it's in your, your own family or global impact. Regardless of what it is, it's resting on your ability to listen to your body's language and how you are able to regulate your nervous system. So is your body the conduit or the brick wall? In today's episode, we're talking to Alberto. Next week, we're going to be talking to his wife, Edia. You're going to be able to hear some of the questions as it relates to feeling, sensation, and body, and the difference between thinking and feeling. So today's episode, if you love it, if you like this kind of interview, tag us on Facebook, take a screenshot on Instagram, let us know what you love, and we are always looking for reviews. Without feedback, we don't know what to bring you more of. Or if you love the episode when you hear it today, share it with a friend, because this is the next level of transformation is for us as humans to connect. And we're bringing that to you. So with no further ado, I can't wait for you to check out this episode with Alberto. And I'll see you after the show. Hi, Alberto. Hey. <laughs> How's hey, it going? Alberto. Hey, hey. So what's going on for you right now? What's going on? Yeah. Well, I'm excited to be up here with you both. And I found myself like starting to prepare answers for questions. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. What did you come up with? Uh, I couldn't come up with things. It was like, well, that's maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Like it was the question of like, what do you really need? I was like, what do I really need? (laughs) 
And I was going to say, if you could answer it now, we could make up for yeah, time and just... Yeah, the, the best answer I've come up with uh, that I feel is real is that I need ways to really align the side of me that loves to have fun and venture and, and experience with people. And the part of me that has learned how to like work and that it has to be like alone and that it has to be hard. So some similar themes that we heard up here earlier. So I would say just like integrating the part of me that loves to play and the part of me that works and knows how to make money and that these are the ways that that work. And the part of me that plays is like the creative part. So that's the one that brings in like uncertainty and adventure and, uh, what does play look like to you? What does play look like? Uh, well, I have different ways that I play. There are I classify them in two categories, indoors and outdoors. So indoors, I love playing games like puzzle games or action games, be it on an iPad or an Xbox or um, on my phone. That's pretty much indoors. Outdoors, I love like... Um, really like action t type of adventures. Like I used, used to play paintball as one of my like favorite forms. That's something that doesn't feel as aligned anymore because of like all the pain that comes from <laughs> that kind of adventure. Weird how that works. I know, right? But uh, I've also like tra trained in parkour and I, I find like ultimate frisbee also to be fun and things like that. I played basketball since I was in middle school. How often do you have fun? How often? I mean, I say I have fun every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> how often? So if you have your indoor games and your outdoor games, how often do you integrate that into your workday? You say you play pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. So about six weeks ago, I started a challenge where I decided to play my favorite game every day for at least like an hour. And that finished like two weeks ago. So now I'm like, that was interesting. It was fun. It was fun, but it, I felt like it wasn't integrated with like what I was doing. Like it wouldn't really help and build me up on, on like my work side or my Does family side. Does everything have to help build you up? Mm, no, doesn't have to. What's the most important thing in your life right now? The most important thing? Number one. Edia. <laughs> so if I looked on your calendar, yeah. do you have set time that's just EDIA time? No. Hmm. That's your priority? Yes. If I was to look on your calendar, mm -hmm. would I find time that's designated to have fun? Mm, not right now. Okay. That's a pretty good place to start. What okay. if you could have fun with EDIA? Yeah, that's great. That would be... Oh, actually, yeah, we do. We have date nights planned every Friday. We just had one yesterday, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good start. Yeah. Cool. So what's still missing for you? What's still missing? Mm. Well, I think there's a there's only a gap there between what you were mentioning about how part of me believes that all the fun that I have needs to stack up and add value in some way and be useful, if you will. And another part of me feels like there's a way to really integrate that because I've experienced it before. And... I just find that whenever I introduce discipline into something, like there's this, like sometimes when I do my yoga practice, like it'll be amazing, like I'll love it. Other times I won't, I won't, right? 
And that's what I find in everything, even in the games that I played every day. Like some days I didn't want to, like I literally was like, I don't want to play it today because I just didn't feel like it. <laughs> but So pause there for yeah. a second. Why wouldn't you feel like it? What were some of the reasons that would stop you from playing? Um, during my challenge? Well, one of, the, some, one of the reasons was that it was like, it was really hard. Like the game is, is there's a lot of competition. There's people playing. And so to play the game, like I enjoy f the feeling of winning and the feeling of mastery around the skill set. And so that's why I find it like really, really tough to do anything that's not like work related because that's where I really feel mastery. And if I play a side game of some kind, I really prefer to like master and focus. And that creates almost like conflict of interest with the side that's just playful and wants to just go out and do things that may not. So where does that come from? Where does that come from? <clears throat> My first thought is like grade school because everything had to be like for the application my parents wanted me to get into med school and I got into med school and like basically being the perfect mold of what a college would accept according to immigrant parents which is not always on point <laughs> yeah so when in that in developing that how old were you when you started to notice play that was either competitive for mastery or for supporting work in some way. Like sixth grade. Yeah. What was going on in sixth grade? Um, I was, I was signing up for everything. It was like a like a like an extracurricular activities fair. And I found everybody was being like very selective about what they wanted to join, or some people wouldn't engage. I was just curious, so I signed up for everything. And doing the different things was fun, but I, I, I would see that like the people that really got attention and validation and success and the placements and the rewards from all the parents and the pretty much everyone in the community would be the ones who placed like first, second or third. And so I would, I would try a new activity until I could place and then I would just stop doing that, which is yeah that was kind of what i was doing so i that's when i realized that you could either be like number one two or three i suppose but really just number one and get the trophy and the awards or some of the things i did like i played chess and like i was decent i mean i was like i was in like fourth grade when i started playing chess but in but like the people that played and got like first place or second place or third place, they were the ones who got to travel and got to go to like all these different places and were receiving like all of the benefits of of that mastery. So that's when I noticed there was a difference because then there were people that would play, but they never really got better. And some people would play and would like be the best. And that's when I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do that. Did you have a mother and father in home as a child? Yeah, my mom had me when I was 20 and she got divorced when I was like three or four to my biological dad. Between her and your father, biological or any stepfather, whose attention did you crave the most? Uh, definitely my dad's. Mm -hmm. And is he also, did he notice when you had higher accolades or when you were winning or 
anything? No, they noticed when I didn't have any of that in place. So, Can you see a potential connection to being first only until you lost interest or until you got high enough or good enough? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's... There's also a way we can get pattern and avoidant and avoidance of suffering mm. versus the need to compete to win. Yeah. Mm. So did that do you see that pattern a lot in your life? Of of what? Being able to get very successful and then reaching yeah. a point where it's like that's good enough. Right, yeah, absolutely. Like mm. I've proved it enough. Mhm. Mhm. Is that showing up in your life now? Yes, yeah. What do you want to do about it? What do I want to do about it? We'll talk to you to start. <laughs> uh, ideally, I'd like that to change because the the that pattern has caused basically very incredible wins, and then having like basically either leaving or tearing something down and having to rebuild to always like. It's like it's like this the perpetual school fair of like I'm doing a new extracurricular activity and then I succeed at it and then I'm like okay that that was cool let's do another one and I mean yeah can I ask the success that it's had <clears throat> there's a bifurcation which means there's a split hmm. and there's a dominant side that you have and then there's a, a less dominant side. And the dominant side is the work seems to be the work side. Mm. The fun and enjoyment side is the side that gets the the shitty end of the stick, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Does that work? Does that seem like? Yeah. Um, the success. What does it feed? Does it feed the enjoyment, or does it feed the the dominant side, which is the business end of things? Hmm. It would feed the dominant. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to live more in the business side of your life or do you want to live more in the fun and enjoyment side of your life? Definitely in the fun and enjoyment side. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's making you lean more into that side? Um, past experience and past pain of having been dominant in the play side and not being able to uh, take care of business, <laughs> ironically, right? So the the building up and I was able, like my first business, I was able to make a bunch of money, bought a bunch of Bitcoin and just like pretty much moved to the beach and retired for like a year. I've made my goal is to make like 80K in a year. That was like my career goal. And I did that like my first year and a half as an entrepreneur. And so I thought I was like done and I just like retired and I literally, I, I was playing first person games, first person shooters with like organizations and playing competitively. And it was, it was fun. And I actually found that to not be fulfilling either. So I've let that person like be the dominant that wasn't fulfilling for me. Um, interestingly enough, but then like on top of that, like at the end of that period, I stopped and I had to change because I mean, I had like lost track of my finances, so I wasn't making as much money as I had before. I wasn't making any money and I didn't realize like where it was all going, had no financial awareness or anything like that. And I was also spending a lot less time with Edia, which is what brings the person that brings a lot of joy into my life. And 
in real life. And I was also like, I was like 30 pounds heavier than I am now. So I had basically like that side of me had been dominant at that point. And before that, it was the work side. So now I'm like, okay, how do we really get everybody to be friends? You know, and have everybody like all the parts of me to really integrate. Okay. So what's the blockade from the integration? What's in the way? Hmm. What's in the way? I would say just the unknown that never having happened before. It, it's just a fear of the unknown. And what happens to your body when you have the fear of the unknown? Well, there's a feeling here in my stomach, chest area. What does it feel like? Uh, kind of like falling out of like the top of an airplane or like the top of a roller coaster. Kind of like butterflies? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so if you close your eyes and think of the worst thing, the worst possible thing that could happen, what would that be? The worst possible yeah, thing? the worst possible thing. In my life? That could, that could cause that feeling to stir up. It's the worst possible thing that could happen. Your finances, your business, that you wouldn't be able to have time with your lady. What, would, yeah. what is the worst thing that could happen? Well, it, has, it would have to be something health-related with Edia that would scare me the most. That would have something to do with your finances? With my finances? Yeah. Oh, what would scare me around my finances? That, that would cause the, an interruption in what, what's going on. Hmm. So you, 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 the fun thing was an illness there. What would be the thing with the finances? Hmm. I suppose it would be like losing clients. Just random clients? Yeah, well, it, in the past, like losing clients has been like the biggest challenge because then there's like no income coming in anymore. So then we have to like scramble or find okay. another way. So let's yeah. go back to the eyes closed thing. Okay. Back okay. into that space, right? You're losing all your clients. Everybody just backed out. Mm. You have no finances and your lady's sick, right? That's mm. what you were saying. Your lady's, your lady's sick. Mm. And now you don't even have money to pay for her health care. Mm. Right? What does your body feel like? Yeah, definitely the... That butterfly. Feeling, yeah. yeah? Now, right now, is any of that stuff happening? No. No. What does your body feel like now? I mean, better. Yeah. Better? Better. What would make it feel fucking awesome? Mm. Business, your lady, the fun. What would make it feel awesome? Mm, it's around my lady and around business. Okay. That, that's not specific. I want you mm. to get specific. Well, seeing her celebrate. That would be is is the biggest, most important, most See, powerful thing that could raise okay. me up. Yeah, that's outside of yourself. Mm. What about inside of yourself? Mm. Remind me of the question. Yeah, what would make your life fucking awesome? Financially, fun wise, everything coming from you, mm. not dependent on the outside. From you. Mm. Movement, like adventure, physical adventure. Where? Where? Yeah. Into my own body. Yeah. Where would you take your own body to have mm. that adventure? Deeper into my own body through a practice like yoga. 
near nature. Mm-hmm. Like trees. Tell me about the feeling that you have, the fucking awesome feeling that you're having with yoga in the trees. Mm. Tell me about it. Well, I can feel the trees breathing with me. Mm-hmm. And the sun on my skin. What does it feel like? Warm. For somebody who doesn't know what that feels like, can you describe it to me? It feels like being cradled or feeling completely enveloped in warmth and support and Mm. natural flow. Could you feel that every day? Yeah. What's in the way? Fear around having to perform or have my success be measured. Is it the fear or is it the idea? Maybe both. The idea draws the fear. Mm. Be mindful, yeah? Okay. Okay. Your ideas of, of things being calamitous mm. are drawing a sensation and a sensation is a, is a warning, mm. right? The sensation, fear is a signal that there's a potential danger, mm. okay? Yeah. Right. The idea that you're drawing up, what's the idea that you're drawing up that's in the way? The idea that I'll run out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Run out time. of time. Time. Mm. Mm. What's not enough time? Not enough time. Yeah. What does that look like? Hmm. Well, slavery, I would say. Mm -hmm. Slavery. Are you a slave right now? No. Okay. Do you have enough time right now? Yes. So is that feeling still there, the fear? The fear feeling, the signal that's coming in? Okay. So the idea that you won't have enough time is a future-based situation. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. What about being present right now? Are you having fun right now? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Is your fun person in the room? Right yeah. Now? Yeah. 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 What else? Well, how's your finances right now? Good. Yeah. Healing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Do you have everything you need right now? Yes. Right. So the feeling that you have right this moment, is it fucking awesome? It is. Yeah. Are you in the forest doing yoga with the trees? Close. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is the generation of the feeling over and mm. over again, mm. bringing yourself back to the forest, back to the trees, mm. back to the yoga, back to your lady. Generate the feeling in your body. It's all hormones, right? There's no mm. fear sensation, is there? No. No. But if you, if you start to think about it again, mm. think about deficit, money gone, lady sick, the feeling comes back, right? Yeah. Those are all hormones in your body. Your brain is generating all of that stuff. Those feelings, you can make a habit out of those feelings. So mm. be mindful of the thoughts that you draw back into your body, okay? Mm. And when they come back into your body, you can ask for help from your partner, who is going to be your partner in fun, right? right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, mm. the partner in fun. Can you swing me back around? I'm getting into that space again. Yeah. Can you remind me? And she can remind you of the trees and the yoga. Mm-hmm. And be back in that space and create a habit around your body so that you're only generating those hormones. And those are the hormones that keep your business going, right? They yeah. keep the awesome shit in your business happening, right? Mm. And they also keep the awesome fun in your life happening, right? Mm. This is a regeneration. 
Okay, so that movement practice is important to you, brother. I invite you to continue that yoga practice in the trees or not in the trees. If you need to come use my fucking backyard, then come use it. Okay, this is something that's really important for you, that movement practice, mm-hmm. that expansion, your imagination. Your imagination is drawing all sorts of hormones through your body. Be mindful, yeah, mm-hmm. and be bodyful. So when it comes to practically moving forward, we get lost in there's not enough time and there's not enough money. Mm-hmm. And we're seeking both to fortify a feeling that we want to have in the future. But what we can see in the future has been crafted by a lens of past memories Mm. and not just our own memories. What we've seen on television, what we've read in books, what Mm. our friends told us, what our culture told us, what our parents, our religion, whatever told us. So the lens that we see of what future happiness looks like isn't based on reality. It's based on other people's experiences and what we've heard or seen or witnessed. So if what you want is more play, then it's creating play in every moment. You can play through sales. You can play through cooking. It's what music can you add? It's how can you infuse play in everything you do? Whether that means if you're gonna walk to the bathroom, you're gonna skip. Just something silly to infuse and change the energy. Because silliness and fun usually only comes in freedom, even if it's just freedom of a moment. So the more that you can infuse little things that just seem silly and fun, the more you'll attract with ease. The more clients you'll attract that love to have more fun and play, which will fortify the experience you want to have. If you talk to a client that isn't having fun in their life, they may not be the client to help support what you're looking to create. Mm-hmm. And so the more that you show that fun and that play, the more you're going to attract fun and play. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it can feel a little bit weird and sometimes it can feel a little you know, stupid or silly, but surrounding yourself with people to be like, man, I'm not having fun. Can you come like just do silly shit with me so that I can break out of this or grab your mat? Can we do our meeting in the green belt today? And I'll just record on my voice recorder. The more that you start to just play, it doesn't have to be games. It's just, it's like those random moments of just doing something silly just because you felt like it or just like screaming out loud really quickly. Those impulses are play. Kids don't think about that stuff. They don't think about it at all. And it's one of the things that we get programmed out of is playing. Children play from the time they're born. They're playing with something. It's how we create and we're taught not to play. And this is something that, that I believe and that we are, are, our business is founded in play. And it doesn't have to be, you know, cracking jokes all the time, but it's playing, it's creativity, it's that expansiveness. And if it doesn't feel like expansiveness in my body, I don't want any part of it, you know? So this is something that we are very adamant about is infusing play into everything that we do in our love life, in our sex life, in our business life. Everything that we do, if I'm in that kitchen chopping the vegetables, I'm talking to the vegetables and cracking jokes. <laughs> I'm having fun with what I'm doing and it's creating. And that's the, that's the expansive space. It feels amazing to play. So I invite you to, to you know, reach for that inner child. Do you ever or have you ever like just have music playing and you'll just start dancing around? Yeah. Do you have songs that do that for you? Yeah. Keep those in your back pocket. 
so that if you, if, because I'm sure that Edia can tell if you're in your head and you're in that deficit base pushing to find clients or whatever, because we all have that and we can recognize it in a partner. So if you let her know what songs they are, then you go, okay, if you see me go into that place, just come play this song. Yeah. And then it's the commitment to stand up and give yourself those three minutes. Literally. And it takes a little bit of work because there's a, an annoyance that can come in at times of like, oh, but I'm working and I'm very serious <laughs> right now. And I'm serious about my work. And that it's happens going, with us all the time. Totally. <laughs> but when it's your song and it's one that you love, it's easier to let go versus having someone else try to fix you or, or her try to be playful for you mm-hmm. because then she can't win. But if you have songs you love that make you move and then she just comes and pushes play, then the commitment is okay, I see the cue that I need to infuse some more play. She sees I'm being serious. So if I hear the song play, I'm going to stand up and give myself those three minutes. We do that for each other. And then we thank the other person for recognizing it. And then we thank ourselves for being willing to let go of the foul mood, of the being too serious of whatever, because your energy is incredible. And when you're smiling, there's nothing more magnetic than it. So if something's getting in the way of that, And if it is meeting with a client, if you get that fear feeling in your stomach, that could be your stomach saying that that's the alignment to that feeling. If someone excites you, that's the feeling you want to expand. And it's paying attention to those and having a partner to support that. So how would that feel if you've been stuck in seriousness and you hear your favorite song play that always makes you stand up like, yes, right? To know that you could have someone to have your back Not to say you're doing anything wrong, because you're not. It's that someone recognizes and sees you that maybe it's time to have a little bit of fun, even just three minutes worth. Break you off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it feels good. It's something that I'm really grateful for. Edia does this for me uh, all, all the time. Just all the time, yeah. You're right, yeah. So what do you need right now? To have everything that you want. Not that you deserve. Everything that you want. Well, I feel like I I really feel like I have it right now in this moment. So what does the integration look like? What does that look like? Taking you guys all home with me. (laughs) 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 That's a different kind of show. <laughs> is the food included oh <laughs> yeah uh yeah just doing this more frequently for myself and for really the benefit of of all of us as well yeah what if you had parameters of falling out of alignment and you could make that known to your partner and to the people around you mm. to help bring you back into that space if they see it yeah. To be called on your stuff. Yeah. And that helps me a lot. So I have people that will call and I tell people, I invite people all the time. If you see me out of alignment with the stuff that I'm talking about, this, the, the place that I want, that I'm say I want to be, I really, really could use you swinging me back around. I am not exempt from this. Cole is not, we are not exempt from this. We do this work. So we know this work. We are not exempt from it. And this is part of the community, the type of stuff that we're looking to build is when we have a person that is a mirror of us and they can tell us that we're off track, we, we can be swung back around. We need to have parameters and we need to have an imagination of what that looks like 
so that we can actually be brought back into that space. Make sense? Yeah. Cool. What does it look like when you're not having fun? What does it look like in my body? Usually tension in mm-hmm. my shoulders or tightness in my back or in the hips. Mm-hmm. So do you have a plan of action that you, when you notice that there's tension or tightness? I usually will get up and walk, take a breather, maybe take the pup out to the park, go outside. Usually involves either walking, like moving my body or moving my body outside. So when you have the tension in your shoulders, does that have any correlation with you expressing yourself or being creative? I'm sure it does, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's you can always write down what's not happening or make sure that you have a place to express that. That's mm-hmm. the area. This is an area of expression mm-hmm. from here yeah. to here. This is an expressive space. If you're not speaking your truth, if you're not doing your creativity, that stuff is there. Also, you said around your hips, yeah. it's another creative space and a space around sexuality and creativity. So if you're not, so, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, these, these are also places to explore when you're, when you're getting those blockades. It may not be from the, from the exact moment that's happening. It could be something that's. That's from past days, past weeks, or earlier in your life mm. that you can, you know, that you can explore into as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you taking away today? What am I taking away for that spontaneity and dancing and being playful in the moment is really how I can integrate that play into my life where. It's about being able to express myself openly and be free with how I'm showing up when I think of a joke or something that's funny to express that and, and move that way. And and I definitely notice a trend of times when I am like that. Like I very much feel that way here and I've felt like that uh, over the last two hours. But literally earlier this morning, I was in the other side of me. And so noticing that pattern and is something that like I'm taking away as like uh, I can it's almost like lenses like I can start to see and become aware of what it feels like to have the full integration and to not have it yeah that it's literally just that feeling in my body that we walk through and thank you for that so I really felt that shift of being in that fear and how it manifests in the body and so I can I'm taking away that I can close my eyes and check in and I can know the exact state that I'm in because we just heightened it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, one perspective that I would love to leave you with is in order to integrate something, sometimes we must disintegrate something else. Mm. So if there's something in the way of you actually integrating something else coming in and being yeah. a part, you've got to break something up and disintegrate that so that mm. you can actually have space to yeah. integrate. So mm. that, you know, just, I just want to leave you with that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And with all of the ideas of what you can go try, you can always not do it anymore and go right back to what you are doing. Mm. If it doesn't resonate for you, everything we say is something to try. It's just something to try on. And the thing is, the more that you practice it, you teach your body to start switching in real time. And we are never skipping how we feel. We know how to lean all the way into how we feel. Because by avoiding it, like, I don't have time for this right now. 
you know, I've like, this needs to happen. This needs to happen. We turn and go right into it and say, nothing else matters than resolving what is in the way. Because anything internal, if it's that fear coming in, it's something that needs to be looked at or it's looking for attention. Mm -hmm. It may just be bringing it in the way of fear because that's more noticeable. Mm -hmm. So it's not a, well, I'll just go for a walk and pretend it isn't there. It's like, okay, I need space to see what's there. And that's what taking time for yourself can really do Mm -hmm. because that makes it pass way faster. And fully going into it means not having any ramification physiologically of hiding it somewhere, Mm. which is what in a lot of spirituality is happening right now where people are trying to focus only on the positive and skip what's there. And we're not saying lean into something for pain. We're saying pause, physical scan, and then proceed. We call it the three Ps. And just doing that will help you see clearly where you are so that you can get to where you're going. Because without the beginning point, how can we possibly figure out the navigation? Mm. And we're here. And we're going to talk more. Yeah. And we're going to work together. Yeah. <laughs> Are awesome. you complete for now? Yes, thank you. So how is that sitting with you right now? What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? Part of integrating in-between experiences is not only self-reflection, but identifying what the takeaway is so that you bring more awareness to where some of these patterns, ideas, constructs, conditioning may be showing up in your day-to-day life. So if this episode resonated for you the way that it did for me, even in hearing it back again, then let us know. Leave that review. Pop over to iTunes. Leave us a review screenshot it because we want to thank you personally for the message and we can't see who the reviews are from. And I'd love to be able to shoot you back a message on Instagram and thank you for taking the time. So if this was impactful for you, let me know your biggest takeaway. Hit us up on Facebook, check out the live video on YouTube, which takes a couple days for the video to get up. The audio gets up in more real time. And I'm just, I'm curious what realizations you may have had. Now, if you want to get and start to be more attuned to some of the cues your body is making, you can head over to the link in the show notes, and I have a free download for you that is an emotional body map to start asking yourself some of the questions of what your body may be trying to communicate to you. So if you want this, we call it a somatic safari, a journey into yourself, to start to translate some of these messages, I've got a link in the show notes. You can go. There's no cost. You just join the email list and it gives you the body map. You're going to start to bring more awareness to what your body's trying to tell you because until you know, no one else is going to be able to tell you. So next week, we'll be having Alberto's wife, Edia, on the show for her live recording. And I can't wait for you guys to hear that too. She's incredible. They're an amazing couple. Uh, people that we've really come to love and adore here in Austin. And until then, rate, review, subscribe. We'll see you Wednesday and Friday. You can always watch us live on Facebook. If you pop over to our talk whole page, hit to be uh, notified when the the videos come live and you can interact with us there. We are looking to connect. That is our deepest desire is to connect with you. So if you're available, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, pop over to Facebook, subscribe to 
you know, being notified for our videos and interact with us there because those, a lot of those turns into episodes for the podcast and we love, 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 love connecting with you. Until next time, be free.